Section C. Marxism. Of the philosophies mentioned by Pius XII in the quotation, let us now take materialism, historical and dialectical. This is precisely what Karl Marx, who lived from 1818 to 1883, called his philosophy, which now dominates such large areas of the world. Historical materialism is the philosophy which maintains that all history is determined, see chapter 30, section C, by the economic structure of society, i.e. by the system of production, distribution, and exchange of material goods and their ownership. According to Marx, in every society, there is an infrastructure, which is the economic system of production forces and production relations, and a superstructure built on it, made up of all the customs, institutions, values, laws, cultural traits, and artistic expressions, all of them determined by the economic system. See chapter 30, section C. Dialectical materialism is like any other kind of materialism in that everything is reduced to matter, but with the addition of dialectics. Marxists always claim that their materialism is scientific, not like the other crass materialisms. Marx took from Hegel both the dialectics and the revolutionary bent, but transposed them both to the field of matter, economics, and politics through a radical atheism and materialism inherited from Ludwig Feuerbach, 1804-1872, and from the 18th century French materialists like Diderot, Lamatrie, and Halbach, and from the British pragmatic materialists like Hume, Adam Smith, and Ricardo, ideologists of the Industrial Revolution. Marx thought that Hegel had indeed discovered in the dialectics the secret of reality, but by locating it in the ideas, he had it upside down, since ideas are only reflections of matter in the human brain. Matter is the only reality, but dialectics is indeed the inner force of progress in the evolution of matter. When Darwin published his Origin of Species in 1859, Marx hailed it as the scientific confirmation of his dialectical materialism. The animal species, in their struggle for life, clash with one another, thus evolving into higher species, thus also the social classes. There are no individuals for Marx since man has nothing that transcends his material integration in society. Resulting from the dialectical opposition of exploiters and exploited, struggle with one another by successive dialectical stages until the perfect society will be achieved without classes and without private property, which is the cause of the economic alienation of those who become exploited. For Marx, religion, the opium of the people, is the ultimate alienation of man, and every critique must begin with a critique of religion. But the most fundamental alienation is the economic one, which leads to the social and political, and finally to the religious alienation, which according to Marx is the summit of man's degradation. The revolutionary action, praxis, not theory, whose aim is the abolition of private property, will finally achieve the total liberation of man from all alienations and the definitive elimination of religion. Here, the earthly future of mankind is substituted for the transcendence of God in the afterlife as a result of eliminating everything transcending pure matter 
such as the spirituality and immortality of the human soul. No ground is left, therefore, for the dignity and rights of the human person. The two standard works of Karl Marx are The Manifesto of the Communist Party, which he published with his friend Friedrich Engels, 1820-1895, in 1848, and the well-known Das Kapitel, which was published in 1867. Between those two works stands Darwin's Origin of Species and the development of historical materialism into dialectical materialism. Marxism was first successfully imposed by force in the Russian Bolshevik Revolution of 1917, led by Lenin, 1870-1924, who set up the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics as the transition stage of socialism, envisioned by Marx, whereby the proletarian class seizes the capitalist state and uses its machinery of power to forcefully integrate everyone into society by appropriating all the means of production and exchange. When this integration has been completed, the state will wither away, and communist society will emerge, where man will be totally liberated. It is obvious, once we know it well, that this totalitarian philosophy, it is not just an economic theory or a political system, is absolutely irreconcilable with Christianity, and so has the Church declared it from the very beginning. The most lucid and thorough exposition and condemnation of Marxist communism is found, as was already mentioned, in the encyclical Divini Redemptoris in 1937 of Pius XI. The reader is also referred to our earlier comments on Marxism, see Chapter 1, Section C, Chapter 8, Section D, Chapter 11, Section D, Chapter 14, Section A, Chapter 21, Section J, Chapter 25, Section C, Chapter 32, Section C, Chapter 33, Section A, and Section C, Chapter 36, Section A, and in the previous chapter. See also Chapter 43, Section C on private property.